Father, we believe your love goes on. And the whole of scripture testifies to that truth. We pray, Lord, that as we reflect on your word tonight, so we may discover for ourselves in our own lives that your love does indeed go on, leading us to your purposes for each one of us and bringing us to that place in life that you want us to have. Grant that this may be so, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Paul says, writing to the Christians in Rome, he says at the end of Romans chapter 8, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The concluding verses of Paul's eighth chapter to the Romans form one of my favorite pieces of scripture, but that's not the reason why I've chosen this reading for this service. I found it was often for me a passage that I chose at funerals, especially at the funerals of non-Christians. Because in this climax to Romans 8, Paul clearly is asserting that there is nothing, nothing in all creation that will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, my Lord. And the first thing he mentions that cannot separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, though it may seem as though it certainly can, is, of course, death. So powerful, hope-filling words that Paul gives to us here in Romans 8. And later, he says in the same letter that by the steadfastness and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And I want you to have hope tonight. I think that for those who have died and for their families, there is something in these words of Paul's that is far more than wishful thinking. Paul is here declaring the truth that one day, the whole creation, including all humanity, is going to be reconciled to God in Jesus Christ. That is the advent hope which points us to the new creation and the coming of God's kingdom in all its fullness when Christ returns to earth. That kind of truth gives hope, especially in the face of death and especially at times of turmoil and uncertainty in the life of the world, such as we are going through right now and such as previous generations have passed through as well. And it's a hope-giving truth that I want to share with you tonight in a context that might, for you, be very different. Your circumstances may not necessarily be about death or global upheaval, but your circumstances may have brought you to this healing service tonight. 
And you may be engaging with situations in your life around sickness, anxiety, depression, fear, trouble, and pain of many kinds, including, of course, grief and bereavement. I believe that if those are some of the circumstances that may have brought you to come here tonight, then you need to hear for yourselves these climactic words of St. Paul in Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, where he writes, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. What a climax to Romans chapter 8. The reality is that just as much as death Paul places first in that list of obstacles or barriers that can separate us from God's love. You notice that Paul, in second place, puts life, neither death nor life. And I've already mentioned some of the things that can happen to us all in life, things that have, may have led you to come here tonight, circumstances of life such as sickness, trouble, anxiety, fear, and the rest. And what those things in life, those circumstances of life, can do to us is to threaten to cut us off from God's love that is constantly reaching out to us. So, as a result, we find it hard to feel that God is with us when we're going through those situations, or that God is for us or on our side. And we find it difficult to experience God's love within our hearts, bringing us peace and reassurance and comfort and healing, those things that we desperately want. How often is it the case that those who are sick find it almost impossible to pray and need others to do it for them? Which, of course is precisely one of the reasons why we hold healing services. But there's also another dimension to this problem of life circumstances threatening to get in the way of God's love. Our issues, whether it's an illness, a fear, some kind of trouble or whatever, can take on proportions that sometimes affect our perspective on life and on God. So we start to ask ourselves, all, all kinds of, of questions. Can this condition I've got ever be healed? Or how will I get out of this hole that my life has fallen into right now? Or will I ever feel normal in myself again? Or will my fears and anxieties ever go away? Or will they always get the better of me? Or how can I sort out this messy relationship I've got myself into? Or is it just going to go on getting worse? 
It's when those kinds of questions get tossed around in our heads and the way forward or the way out seems so bleak and unpromising. But we need to be reminded of those powerful and hope-filled words of Paul. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's the starting point for answering those life-denying questions that swirl around in our heads. And that starting point is the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. The passage from Romans 8 we heard read tonight is a the glorious climax to a theological argument that Paul has been setting out in chapters 5 to 8 of Romans. It's as if Paul is saying, look, just, just look at what God has done for us. Just look at what Christ has done for us. Just look at what Christ continues to do in our lives. In verse 34, he proclaims that Christ who died and was raised is now seated at God's right hand. And if that isn't amazing enough, he then adds in a kind of understated way and intercedes for us. Just think about that for a moment. Paul's saying that the ultimate enemy of death that might stop us being reconciled to God in Jesus Christ and experiencing God's love, that death, that ultimate enemy of humanity, has been defeated, defeated on the cross by the power of God's love in Jesus. So that Christ has been raised and is now exalted at God's right hand in heaven. As I say, that's amazing on its own. But then Paul says this staggering truth, but there, at the side of God in heaven, Paul is interceding for us. Just pause for a moment and reflect on that. Jesus is praying for you and your circumstances and your situation and your problems and your questions and your issues before God at heaven's throne. As you reflect on that, what might it be saying to you, to me, to us? I believe it's saying that God's love is powerful, supremely powerful, and is constantly reaching out to us, whatever the circumstances of life may be. It's saying that in Jesus, God's love has conquered all things, even death, so all those things that separate you from God's love, they've all been defeated too. They will have no ultimate hold on your life, even though now they may seem to have got you a little bit in their grip. They will have no more hold on you than death can have its hold on you, because death cannot separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So because of all that, I want to say two things to you at this healing service. And the first of them is this. Whatever has brought you here tonight, whatever it is that makes you 
possibly feel separated or cut off from God's love, know this. God's love reaches out to you. Yes, you. Each one of you. Meaning that whatever your situation and circumstances, God is with you and God is for you. And he is with you and for you in that situation that you're in because of his powerful love that he has for you and for all humankind. It's the same love that took Jesus to the cross and raised him from the dead. And though you may struggle at times, as we all do, to feel God's love and presence, let me assure you, God's love and presence are with you and they will bring you through. So please, do not give up on God. Put your faith in Christ. Trust in him. Because he's there in heaven praying for you. The second thing I want to say to you tonight is this. Christ isn't just interceding for you. He's acting for you as well. That's another reason why we hold healing services, so that his love may in various ways reach out to you and make a difference to your life and situation. God may reach out to you in love for healing through anointing with oil or through a corporate healing prayer led by the Holy Spirit or through an individual prayer ministry offered by members of the healing prayer team. Or God may simply meet with you where you are sitting right now. And he may touch you and speak to you at some point in the service. As we've already seen, Paul stresses that the greatest enemy of all death has been faced by Jesus and conquered. Why then should lesser victories than defeating death not follow through anointing? through prayer and the power of the Holy Spirit? Why should we not witness the victorious love of God that has power to heal, to forgive, to reconcile, to change situations, to work through other people, to bring about what God purposes for our lives? We heard in our gospel reading Jesus saying to his followers, again, another amazing statement, that they would do greater works than he had done because he was going away from them, because he was going to the Father. Yes, you heard it right. Jesus said greater works, not lesser works. This doesn't mean that God will automatically grant us whatever we ask, because God is God, and God's not an automaton. God knows what's best for us. It doesn't mean that all our problems will suddenly disappear, and we'll have lives of ease. Life isn't like that. Nor does the aspiration do justice to Jesus' call to take up our cross and follow him. When we pray for healing or for change in life circumstances, Jesus will do whatever we ask in his name, not in our name. And asking in his name means that we accept his will and his purpose for our lives rather than our own so that we may be set free from the things that we feel may separate us from 
God's love and that prevent God's purposes for our lives coming to fulfillment in us. So then, remember this. There is nothing in all creation that can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So tonight, you come to a God who loves you enough to die for you in Jesus, and God's love will always be with you and for you, whether you happen to feel it or not, whatever your situation and your circumstances may be. And because God in Christ has defeated death by the power of love, there is nothing that can stand between you and God, nothing that can defeat God's purposes for your life. So come for prayer. Whatever it may be that has led you to come tonight, or however the Lord may touch you with his love and healing through the worship and the word, the anointing and the corporate, as well as the individual healing prayer. If you yield to God's presence and give God the things that have brought you here, or offer to God what God has been showing you through this service, then you will find for yourself the love of God reaching out to you through anointing, through the prayers offered up, and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Amen.